Welcome back everyone to a brand new Getting Color right here on the bigvitobrand.com. I am Virtue being joined by the man himself, Big Vito Lagrasso. What's up, man? How's everybody out there? Hope everybody's doing good. I just want to say thank you to Aaron Riff and Mr. Virtue for a very fulfilling Saturday night at No DQ. And Big V made his return. The Channel 4 News team was back together again. Oh, yeah. You know what? The video went well. Bunch of likes, a lot of views in less than 48 hours, and it's still going. I don't know what you guys produce, but I know when I'm on the show that it drew ratings. And then when we were doing it, I think if I remember correctly, we were getting somewhere in the 4,000 on views and, and, you know, looking at that. And it's something we should revisit. I mean, it's a good show. People liked it. People were intrigued by it. And uh, nobody steps on each other. You know what I mean? So it's all good. Well, we're coming up to episode 200 soon. And maybe that's when I can maybe move this show to Saturday night and you can be on more often. So we'll see. Yeah. If we could do that, that would be great. I'd like to have the opportunity to be back, you know, and uh, me being the focal point of the Channel 4 news team. I know guys are in love now. Some went off and got married. Some are having babies. Some have girlfriends now. So, I mean, you know, it's intriguing. It's really intriguing. Well, since we just did a show and we did all the major hot topics on the review, we're going to kind of stick to that theme. We're going to the no DQ top news things of the past, I don't know, 24 to 48 hours. So you don't even know what news topics I'm going to bring up, but we're going to get Big Vito's opinion on each one of these. So that's what we're going to do for getting color today. That sounds like an awesome thing. I know the people are going to listen. They're going to be glued to their sets and, you know, same bat time, same bat station. Go. So we're going to start off with Nia Jax. We haven't heard from her for a while because she's not at WWE. And she recently made a comment that when she was there, she considered mm-hmm. herself one of Vince's girls. Now, not like we would think with what's going on Vince McMahon now, but right. she said anything that he asked for her to do, like being the woman, the women's and the men's Royal Rumble in the same night take all the finishers from the men in the men's Royal Rumble. She said she did, and she was glad to do, because it's a job and it's part of the show, which is weird because they released her, but yet she was willing to do whatever, and we saw Sasha and Naomi walk. Nia Jax, being a team player with these comments, is she auditioning for her job back? What do you think? Because she might be thinking, this is a perfect time if I say I'm a Vince's girl, they hire me back with everything that's going on with him. I could be one to stick up for him, which she's just doing business for herself. What do you think? Well, being a good employee and when the boss asks you to do something and you do it, it's always great, right? So if Vince comes to you, like came to me, came to other guys and said, hey, would you be willing to do this? You say yes. You know, hey, it's a great thing. You know, how many bosses hate when employees say no? As far as Nia Jack vying for um, her job back, if it's possible for her to get her job back, I think in the right situation, in the right mind frame, because she is emotional, she did have a problem with the fans and some of the stuff, I think it would be a good thing. I don't think, I think for her voicing her opinion too much and too much TikTok and too much to say, I think she kind of learned a valuable lesson. Remember, and, she was one of the budget cuts. But that's what I'm saying. She learned a valuable lesson because she was also very vocal. And she 
was very yeah. persistent in her ways. And when she had to be a heel, she's doing TikToks. And then when she dumped the TikToks and she was being healed, she was effective. So I hope she gets to get her job back and gets back on TV. Plus, I watched one of her videos for face care, right? Mm -hmm. And she was using a new derma uh, product that I actually ordered and um, a serum for your face because I'm always into face products and trying different things. So I got the same exact stuff that she did. And it's always good to uh, watch what other people use and see what the new concept is. And then when you go on Amazon and you find the same products, you say, okay, awesome. So we need you nice. and I, you two need to hook up on TikTok and we do. talk about that kind of stuff, man. It would be awesome if I can. And I have nothing, I have nothing but love for it. It's just, you know, when you're doing wrestling business, wrestling is wrestling. Outside is outside. But I also noticed when I was um, on her page for Twitter that she was at Charlotte's wedding. She was one of the bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. I, I right? think she's a prime candidate to come back someday. We know how we talked about who would come back, uh, like Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, and some of those guys may, might be jaded. I think she would be, she'd go back if they asked her to. I think she would. You know, Braun Strowman, you look at Braun Strowman right now. Does he fit in today's WWE? They always like to have one monster, but how did they really use him when they had him? You know what they I mean? Like him, he, they used him as a goofball. He flopped against Lesnar, and he was never the same. No. I think, you know, um, you look at Braun Strowman, and you say, okay, there's somebody in wrestling that could do something, but he hasn't done anything significant except his uh, – his own brand with EC3, which I really haven't heard too much about. And I really haven't been, uh, it's really been in the dark a little bit yep. lately. So I really don't know. But when you look at what Braun Strowman can bring to the table and what Braun Strowman can bring to AEW, does he fit in AEW's realm? And you look at Cesaro. Oh, Cesaro has a title shot. You already knew he's doing the job. He does, though. Like, think about it. AEW has all the flip-flopping flyers, but yet they want to push Wardlow. They want to push Miro. Why not bring in a Strowman so you have opponents that are believable for those guys? It's just terrible because they don't book the big guys the right way. And if they had to say we're going to make another Goldberg to run through people – I mean, he could be a good candidate. He's got the he's got the uh, he's got the look. He's got the size. He's got the finisher. And if you really put you know hands to hands, who's a guy in there who could really handle him? Big Show, Billy Gunn, size wise, Archer, size wise, Mark you think Henry. Nia you ever... Jax could end up in AEW. Who's that? Nia Jack? Yeah. No, no, I don't think Nia Jack can wind up in AEW because the platform for her is WWE. If she went to AEW, that would be it would be like Sasha Banks going there and it wouldn't be the same. And I'm not saying that AEW is not on the same platform. It's just a different stratosphere. When you look at Nia Jack, you already know WWE talent, right? Yeah. You look at John Cena, you say WWE talent. And I'm not saying Nia Jack is the greatest or the new Steve Austin. But when you look at certain people, certain people are WWE. Now, just for say Charlotte Flair, 
Charlotte Flair becomes a free agent and she went to AEW. Do you think it would be the same? No. She's the one that could take her name with her, though. I, but I don't think it's name value. I think if she wound up in Impact or AEW, the step down from the royalty that she's the way she's treated would be such a difference. It wouldn't be funny. That's true. So, Vito, I'm looking yeah. at this next topic, and I've heard this before from other wrestlers, Disco Inferno. Now Kevin Nash. When Kevin Nash says something, you listen. And, of course, I want to piggyback this and get your opinion. But Nash recently said that wrestlers today don't look like they even know how to throw an effing punch. And that's a lost thing. I think we've kind of talked about that before. They right. want to throw these forearms or it's just they're so worried about getting into their spots. The punches look crappy. You got Kevin Nash, Big Sexy, coming out now is saying when he's watching today's product, they can't punch. What does Big Vito think? I think that they don't uh, – today's wrestlers don't practice enough and go to the gym, not the gym to work out, but the gym to practice wrestling and work on the basics. And I think that's what's missing today's world. And we don't have a lot of the veterans. You know, we might have the veterans take the time to teach if they were willing to listen. And I don't think the guys are willing to listen. They want to do their own thing. And I hear more times than anything, uh, you know, the old way is out. It's the new way for the new guys. Yeah, but it's the new way for the new guys. But you ain't making a dime. Yeah. <laughs> Drawing so, those crowds. And it's like they're so worried. Like the punch is an afterthought. You know, if they throw punches, they're so worried about getting to the next big spot. They're rushing, and it looks like garbage. You know how many times on AEW we've seen the punches that don't even land? I don't remember right. seeing crap like that back in the day because we kind of talked about that, you know, with botches and stuff on the review. So, yeah, Nash, when Nash speaks, man, I hope these young wrestlers listen. But you know what it is, too? It's like even when I go back to wrestling, and I wrestle, right? I wrestle a couple times a month. And I say – if I was to practice again and be in the ring, like I was, we were just talking about this with my wife. I just said, I know my capacity. I know what I could do physically, right? If I if I got the opportunity to say, AEW, say, Vito, we want you to come in. We're going to give you a year contract. We want you to come down. We're going to have you back on AEW. If you don't think Vito LaGrasso would be in Jacksonville, Florida, using that ring, Three to four times a week, you're out of your mind. I was a perfectionist. I worked on my craft. Yep. Going out there now and getting by on wisdom and experience and how to handle a match, you're able to do. But to do it on the big, the big stage, you practice. You get back in ring shape. You do certain things. You know what to do. A lot of these guys don't know what to do. They're going in there blind and they're thinking that they're pros. So one, uh, we have – uh, DBKN. Yeah, you're going to address that? He's asking you yeah. a question. He says, uh, I'm here for this one. Thank you very much. What's your opinion on Austin Theory and his future? It's, you know, he's either going to crash or burn and then and work on cardio. Cardio comes with putting the time in the gym, guys. And if you don't do wrestling workout, you're not going to do wrestling work and you're not going to have the cardio. Vito, the next thing on the headlines here. And as far as I know, his contract for matches hasn't expired. But Goldberg, always ready to come back and says, if WWE calls him, 
he will be ready. So do you think he's done? Or is this – does he have another Saudi Arabia show to do? And how, how can they do Goldberg again without making it seem like the same old thing? Guys, there's been big talk about if – you, if you guys have been listening and watching, there's been big talk about the Goldberg streak and the Goldberg documentary that just came out. And they were talking about how he's one of a kind – He's a one in a million, you know, kind of guy, you know, athlete. He was a football player. He loved wrestling, but football was it for him. He came, he did wrestling. You know, it's like a one of a one of a generation talent, right? He comes back and forth. He doesn't do it on a regular basis. People shit on him. He was still Goldberg. You know what I mean? And Goldberg will forever live in our history in pro wrestling. Now, question is, if Goldberg went to AEW. Could he beat the streak? The his answer, own streak? Could he break his own streak? Yes. Could and, then he he lo- and then he loses the Wardlow. And there you go. Wardlow's over, right? But, but what I'm saying is, if you took Goldberg, now Goldberg has the star above him to be on AEW. And for him to walk out there and you say, oh, shit. Now, you imagine Goldberg wrestling Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, right? And some of these guys, that's what a wrestler looks like. What's up, Irish Sheep? Um, that's in some punk 82. How are you doing? Um, that's what I'm talking about. Goldberg can carry his star. It wouldn't diminish. Other people's star would diminish if they went down there. If Goldberg went to AEW, I'm saying it now, he can beat his own streak. Interesting. Yes. Wouldn't they ultimately want to use him to get like somebody over, though, finally, like a Wardlow, though, I mean, the end game? Yes. I think he, if that was the case and Goldberg came back and they said, we're going to do the Goldberg thing again, and he was going to run. Now, remember, Goldberg matches didn't last long, so he'd be safe. Yeah. He'd come in and do his thing. A couple of guys would get some stuff in, but the ultimate would be two minutes or less. Goldberg, boom, you know, jackhammer, we're done. He breaks his own streak. What if he did three matches? Like, he, he appeared on three shows, right? So three times 52 is 156. Yes, 156. Hey, and they so, have Sting down there, right? Tony Khan's well aware of guys that made WCW. Right. So if you have 100 and if you get him in 156 matches in a year, right? I know we're talking, you know, out of the ordinary, but in the second year of his contract, he'd be able to break the streak. What was the streak? 190? That that I don't know the exact number. Anybody in the chat know what Goldberg streak was snapped at? Please put the answer up. We appreciate you. So if he did that, he broke his streak. And then they made the next guy in waiting beat him. Yes. Now you just did something in wrestling that we haven't done. We made somebody. And think about this. You know, I'm sitting here waiting like to like tackle you on this one. Like Goldberg back in AEW, the streak at his age. But then they clicked. Imagine him doing that at his age. The store, I mean, you know, if they booked Goldberg to be dominant again at his age, like he did when he was younger, 
people, you know what I mean? To be like, oh my God, Goldberg, he's doing it again. Yeah. All right, guys. Here, here's something. Here's something. Let's talk about being an athlete. I am an athlete. Okay. Today on Facebook, I said I was going to do A, B, C, and D, right? It was friggin' hot out there today. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I played two games of softball, 173 and 0 was Goldberg streak. You could do it in a year, a year and a half. Okay. Thank you, the big Beetle brand. So now, if uh, today I played two games of softball, I came home, changed my clothes, went to pickleball, played an hour of pickleball. I was so wet and dehydrated. I didn't do my pool aerobics because it was so hot out there, but I got my workout in. But on a normal day, I'll usually get softball, pickleball, you know, my aerobic workout, and then I'll go and do my job at night. Plus, spend time with Miss Noel and do what I have to do in our house. Do you get any sleep in? Today, no. (laughs) (laughs) Today, there we go. We need Vito and Goldberg in AEW. Then I'll believe. Then I'll be an AEW believer. That would be. But you know what, guys? We and you know what? Noel made up made a good point today, and I want to put this out there. Okay. If you had to have a game, and Vito could have all three of his characters in the game: Vito in the dress, Big Vito from WCW, or Big Skullbound Crush from ECW. Who would win? In a game. What kind of game? game? One of the wrestling games. Like, just for say, if you had a book a match like that, who wins? Big Vito, WCW. That's what I said. Hardcore champion, tag team champion. Yeah. But then I said that the Skullbound Crush from ECW was bad motherfucker too. Oh yeah, that's right. Not not the Skull Von Crush from the early WWE days. Not that. Not that. I'm talking when he made yeah. Skull made his name in ECW, coming from Old Japan to ECW, and that guy having matches with RVD and being a prime player. That guy against Big Vito in WCW. There you go, sleeper match right there. Right. So you oh, talk yeah. about, and then you sticking in Vito with the dress, who was no slouch at all. Who wins? I'm still going with WCW Vito. WCW Big Vito. Guys, if you're out there, put your name on it. Let's see what your booking skills. Let's see who you pick. Virtue, take it away. Okay. So Liv Morgan recently did these interviews that Corey Graves does, his podcast or whatever. Right. And they they open up. They break kayfabe. They always do. Um, Here's my problem with it. Like, she's the champion, right? She's on these shows, getting herself out there more. We know the stuff that recently happened with Natty, whatever happened there. Uh, she addresses her critics like Vito. Vito, why? Like wrestlers do not need to even acknowledge critics. They should just go out there and perfect their craft. Please tell me you got a take on that. Like when I read that she had to address her critics, why? Some people. Prove it in the ring. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you. Okay. okay. you know people today are more out about what problems they have they have anxiety they have depression they um have a nervous twitch they're they can't take being in the spotlight um people get paranoid okay these are all things that are out there today and there's resources to help these people Right now, when 
if she has an anxiety disorder or she gets nervous about people addressing her and criticizing her, Sonia Deville was criticized and she was her house was broken into. Other people's homes were broken into while they were in the house. Virtue, I think we lost you. So when people like this get that anxiety, they must feel the need or they can be under care and say, hey, I need help. So would it be wise for her to address this and get it off her system? I think it's good because it's in a different world in a different way. Now, if it's that kind of thing, why would you criticize her for handling her own demons? I think it's a positive thing. And I think it's something that can be, that is good. Virtual, how you doing? I Virtual, I was just telling the people, yeah. I think it's I think it's good that she does it because we don't know what kind of anxiety or what kind of problems she has. And this could be a mental issue. It could be something that makes her nervous. Maybe she needs to do this to clear her head. I think it's good because social media has brought a lot to the table as far as poor wrestling and exposing the business. So if you're going to expose the business, you expose your personal feelings, what's going on in the WWE universe today with uh, everything that's happening in the corporate world. So why shouldn't she address them? I don't know if you think that's a good thing, but maybe she's there's something behind the uh, behind the scenes with that. I mean, if that's her character in terms of like, I don't know, maybe I, I just think wrestlers should prove it instead of like, acknowledge that crit you know instead of acknowledging the hate and the criticism right just go out there and make those people say otherwise but and now, i mean you know i i don't know now when you look at the big stars right and i was told a long time ago Vito, you want to be one of the big stars in this business and i said yes they said and they said Vito, do you ever see bret hart acting like that i said no i said follow bret hart and his example right so do we see brock lesnar ever on social media addressing do we see john cena you know john cena i see he puts things out but in a positive manner we see the rock out there and he says some great things all right? that time roman reigns got hated on you never saw him do that either because no. he you know his family telling him just keep working through it you'll win him over at some point it took him five years but he never acknowledged never the critics so in some ways, it's good. In some ways, it's bad. You look at the people. Yeah. Do you ever see Sting on social media? I don't see anything about Sting. I see DDP because he advertises his yoga. I see yeah. RVD versus RVD creams, right? Mm -hmm. um, we see Stevie Richards because Stevie Richards aerobics. We see Ryback because he has supplements, okay? If you could name somebody else who's doing something like that along those lines, please feel free to tell me because I'm not up on everybody, but I'm just giving you some examples. So, I mean, I mean, look at you, Virtue. You at one time were so upset with the people criticizing you for no DQ and you went after them. Now, you are answering I your own question. It, man. I enjoyed it, man. But you enjoyed it, but you did it. And now... Here's the thing. You're an accomplished human being outside this wrestling thing. You're educated. Yeah. You have a good job. You're smart. 
you don't have a slouch a slouch career you actually do something pretty prestigious right but you took the time out of your day to address all these people with all their little you know like their own little you know innuendos or problems or kicks you're putting me on the hot seat here Vito no 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 I'm just no, I'm answering a question. I'm bringing a point. I would never make fun of you. But what I'm saying is, in your own words, you took the time to address it. So you might understand why they addressed it. That's all I'm saying. But remember I said with Liv, if she did it as part of her gimmick, that's what I was doing because I love the heat. It, that okay. was, and, I, and my gimmick being online, it's not what you did in a ring. It's doing it to get clicks, to get views, to get people to want to disagree with me. So in that vein of, okay, I'm okay with Liv doing that if the, it's going to mean something. But not okay, because good. she's sad. But okay, I'll, I'll halfway agree with you. Halfway agree. Yes. Now, let's take me, for example. <laughs> okay. let's, use, let's use me. We went through a time where everybody was criticizing me and they were burying me. And you're my friend. Outside this, you know, like Virtue and I have been friends how many years now? Six, seven? Yeah. Oh, At yeah. least, right? So... There have been times when I've confided things to him and he's confided things to me and I talk to him about stuff and people attack my wife and they say things. And before I hit that button, I call them every name in the book. I'm saying, I said, you know, maybe Miss Noel should handle this because she has a better view on it. And when people who did attack me and my wife, it was like guys like Virtue yep. and Duke of Wrestling, Aaron Rift, and some of the other people in the brand and the Russo brand who went after these people because it wasn't right and it was disrespectful. And I didn't say anything or my wife didn't say anything. People attacked us. So in retrospect, the community of the broadcasters, analysts, and journalists do stick together like the wrestling business because we all protect each other. I wouldn't put up with anybody disrespecting Virtue's lovely lady, or Aaron Riff's lady, or Robbie Vice, or anybody, even Jeff Meacham, right? Jeff, we make fun of Jeff, we cool, we we goof on it, right? But all in all, if Jeff Meacham, you know, somebody was making fun of his kid, or his father, or something else, we would step in and say, "Hey, knock that off. That's, That's disrespectful. True. It's not cool." So we That's we're true. not like that here. You know what I mean? We're cool people who do trying to do something cool. You know what I mean? And and, and be happy. All right, Virtue, go ahead, man. So, main event. All right. Woo, Ric Flair. This was announced just as the past few hours. The match he's going to have, it's going to remember that last match he's yes. scheduled to have at this Conrad's Starcast or whatever it is. It's going to be Ric Flair teaming up with Andrade, makes sense, versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. I need your thoughts on this. It's going to go down. Rick is like 74 years old. We saw Vince McMahon, who is never really a worker, try to do that stuff at WrestleMania. You know, the match is set. It's a tag team match. Didn't Andrade just come on to, on things, say he was injured, that he has an injury? I don't know if it was Andrade or... It was Andrade. For people out there, if anybody looks on the injury of Andrade, okay... He just announced that he's having an injury, okay? I told you it was Jeff Jarrett who was going to be the opponent. And I said Jeff Jarrett against Ric Flair 
that would be a good thing. It's safe to get Jay Lethal in there. Okay, I got you know, I get it. Andrade in there to give it a little high spot flavor. I get it. Two AEW guys with Ric Flair and Jeff Jarrett, a WWE guy. Now remember, this might not might not happen because Jeff Jarrett is with the WWE, is over there with those guys, and this is gonna be it maybe an AEW spectacle. Who knows if uh, Ric Flair and Je- Ric Flair doesn't go on TV at AEW to promote the match? Andrade might, in- yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it's gonna happen. But yeah, remember we were talking about it, and I was like, tag match. There's gonna be someone in there where Rick can work with, like Jeff Jarrett, to slow things yeah. down. And it's almost we didn't know exactly who, but it, it, it makes sense. So. <laughs> We got to watch it, though, and see how they pull it off. Guys, um, watch the next couple weeks of AEW to see if Ric Flair appears with Andrade to address Jay Lethal if there's not a beatdown. Remember, too, Rick's taking shots at Jericho online. Is yeah. this, is this, is it, well, he's been taking shots at a lot of people. So who knows what he's trying to set up or if he's this cranky old man on social media. But, ugh. Going to be interesting. I don't know. It's going to be something, guys. But that's what I've been saying all along. And when we have discussions, we were kind of like on the same page. But some of us have some hopes and dreams of something else happening. Who knows? What if Hulk Hogan showed up to make the save, brother? Ooh, man. I remember Tony Khan? Didn't he ban him? Or Stezzy's and- banned. Nobody's yeah. ever banned from wrestling. Everybody shows up when they're needed. And what's the standard answer from wrestlers? Yeah, brother, I'm ready. I'm in shape. You lie. Vito, that's all I have for today. We hit our 30 minutes. I know you got things to do. Anything that's on your mind or you want to say in closing before we shop close. I hope you guys like the new concept of getting color. This is a great concept. This is a great thing that we did tonight. I thought the show flowed wonderfully. I think think we're going to keep this concept. If it's okay with you, Virtue, you came up with a great idea. Thank you for changing it. I don't mind. I'm always open to discussion. But, you know, if it's a good idea, we'll go with it. Again, let's watch for No DQ and Big Vito showing up. Go to our Patreon at the Big Vito brand, guys. Say hello to Miss Noel. Check out Mr. Virtue. Check out Mr. Aaron Riff. Um, Hey, Virtue, go ahead and close the show. The No DQ review we just did Saturday night is getting a lot of thumbs up, a lot of views. Go check that out right now over on NoDQ.com. Check out Vito's Twitter at the Big Vito brand. Check out his Patreon, patreon.com slash Big V Mafia. And you know I'm over on Twitter too, at NoDQ underscore Virtue, where I talk about everything about wrestling, movies, video games, you name it. For Vito, I am Virtue. This has been Getting Color right here on the Big Vito brand.com. We'll see you next time.